this is not horrible looking numbers. This is manageable. And then after we saw like our debt and then that we did our fire number and realizing, okay, like again, just looking at numbers and reevaluating the relationship that I've had with money and the thoughts that were revolving, that was the switch for me, like realizing I look like Lucy. Lucy looks like me. Like I can do it too. Like she has all of this and she has two little niñas. I have two little niñas. I think that's what shifted it for me. Seeing the representation of someone that looks like me that's doing it and healing her wounds and doing all of that. Your vulnerability is what created the shift for me to see I can too. listening to the Say Hola Well podcast, a show dedicated to help stigmatize the idea of wanting more money. More money, more options for you and your family to become financially free. I am your host, Lucy King, Latina wealth coach on a mission to help you create generational wealth through entrepreneurship and stock market investing. In 2019, I left my dream job that looked amazing on paper because I was severely underpaid and overworked. Through that process of reinventing myself, I put myself back in school and I learned about investing and well-building by accident. I was also denied access to financial advice because I didn't have $100,000 to start investing. I was looking for a Latina wealth coach who was talking about money through a holistic lens, someone who I could relate to and I couldn't find her. So on this show, I'm going to teach you the strategies, the mindset, and everything I'm doing to be on track to make work optional by 45. If you are looking for a show that is talking about money and cultura, you have come to the right show. Hello, mujeres. Welcome back to another episode of the Say Hola Well podcast. Today, I am very grateful to have one of my clients here on the podcast, and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Brand, welcome. Thank you so much. Yes, my name is Bren. I'm a certified life coach and podcast host of Toxica Recovery. I coach millennial Latinas without college degrees. That is my passion. I just have this big mission and vision that I want to help youth in the hood, right? And that boils down to helping myself and then helping the other Latinas like me because that we're going to pass down to the future generations. I love that so much, Bren. Now, I wanted to bring you to the podcast to share your experience as one of the students of the Say Hola Wealth Academy. So would you tell the audience, like, where were you before the academy, before you joined this amazing community? What was Bren doing with her finances? Oh God, avoiding them for sure. So I might've started finding your content around November of 2022. And at that point I was, I had just had a baby in August, my second baby. I didn't want to return to work until I was fully ready, mentally, emotionally, physically ready. And so with my money, I was at a avoidance for sure. I had this big picture, like money was this me faltaba mucho. There wasn't enough. Like I had a lot of those repeating thoughts in my head and I'm just never going to be able to make it like people like me don't make it and quote unquote make it because it's different to everyone. But that's where Brenda was at with her money before the academy. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Now I want you to share what shifted for you because you just said I had this belief that I was never going to make it. Now you are a graduate of the Sayola Wealth Academy, and now I've seen you just taking up space and doing so many things, but what shifted for you or what was the type of coaching that you received from me that really helped you embrace that belief that, hey, no, I can do it and I'm going to create my money and I'm going to do all the things that I want. 
I think what shifted for me was the way that you shared everything about like your story and the fact that it doesn't look like the books that you read on finances that for us mujeres of color, for us like first gens or any of that. And so you being vulnerable with us sharing our story and then actually having to start doing the work, like when we did the work to find out our fire number and the awareness, actually, let me back up. So before that, even the awareness of us breaking down our story, like what our thoughts and what our relationship was with money and what of that came from our parents, what came from cultura, society, like where did we pick up all these thoughts and then looking at all the numbers. So sitting down and instead of avoiding looking at it all, looking at it with my husband, all of, I think that was the turning point, looking at it and then realizing, okay, it's not great, but it's not bad. Like I just turned 30 a few weeks ago. This is not horrible looking numbers. This is manageable. And then after we saw like our debt and then that we did our fire number and realizing, okay, like again, just looking at numbers and reevaluating the relationship that I've had with money and the thoughts that were revolving, that was the switch for me. Like realizing I look like Lucy. Lucy looks like me. Like I can do it too. Like she has all of this and she has two little niñas. I have two little niñas. I think that's what shifted it for me. Seeing the representation of someone that looks like me that's doing it and healing her wounds and doing all of that. Your vulnerability is what created the shift for me to see I can too. Yes, you can. And you are doing that. And I'm just, I just want to share how proud I am as your coach to see you really embody the possibility of creating generational wealth. Because like you said, Sometimes we fear what we don't know, right? We have this idea of we need all of these large chunks of money to create generational wealth. And it's not like the first thing you need to do is take a line action, which you were able to do multiple times as you were part of the cohort. You start having conversations with your family, with your husband that were so detrimental for the success of your family. So tell us about your experience with being part of this cohort with the other mujeres that were also part of the group? Oh my God. So I think one-on-one coaching is important, but I think these groups forming la comunidad within these groups, it's vital. Like you need it because in this group, the other mujeres that I met, some of us were on different levels. All of us were on different levels. So we weren't necessarily playing that comparison game. When somebody would share their win, I was like, yes, we weren't comparing. We weren't playing that game. We were lifting each other up. And a la contraria of like the comparing it, I had some comparison in the good way when one of our one of my peers shared that it was February and she had her largest month and I think she dropped the number I think it was like 70k or something and like I love being around other Latinas that drop the numbers and that we're like yeah because for forever it's oh no seas creída no digas like how much if I I have this part-time hustle but and sometimes I would feel embarrassed to be like oh I made $1,600 in tips because I was like oh my god they're going to be like, how dare you make that much money in such a little time with such little effort. But being in that group, again, bringing it back full circle made me see again, the possibility, the presentation, we're all Latinas and seeing the difference of how we thought. And of course, because when I saw other mujeres getting coached, I would watch you coach them. And it would resonate. And then I would be like, oh, that's something I'm experiencing too. I didn't feel alone and that I was like avoiding my numbers at some point because somebody else. So it's that comunidad that, that like these people have my back and want to support and, and help me in any way that they can. And so, yeah, I think that's a forever relationship now too. 
And it was such a beautiful time for me as, as your coach and the coach of other mujeres that were also part of the group to see the authenticity of really celebrating other people, which like you said, we're not used to seeing that in our community. Like it's no se habla de dinero. You don't talk about your debt. But when we were dropping the, the revenue that we were hitting, when we were dropping the debt that we had, it didn't came with shame at all. It was part of this neutral feeling when it comes to debt, but also celebrating people. People that were succeeding. And I love how you touch on how all of us were growing at different rates, because that is how well building truly works, right? Everyone grows at their own time. There's things that happen in your life that perhaps are not happening in my life at this point, but did happen in the past. There's things that you're going to experience that I'm not going to experience, but together we were able to create that community to support each other. Now, I want to ask you in terms of money, because we, we want to talk about money, we want to talk about numbers, you were able to identify a life insurance that you had that was costing you a lot of money was bringing you a lot of stress. You want to share with the audience what that was and how we were able to transition into helping you find the right fit for you. Yeah, absolutely. And then that even once we identified it, I want to put that out there too, that sometimes you're going to become aware of the things that are holding you back. And then there comes like guilt and a little bit of trauma and a little shame guilt that you made that decision in the first place. And you coaching me through that. I think that was like a pivotal moment too in our academy of like you coaching me and hey, this was you're evaluating. It was learning. Like we learned it and we're moving on. Like it, the decision you made here, don't keep dragging it forward with you. So being able to cut that. So like I made this mistake that cost us a lot of money and talking it over with my husband too. Like him telling me, hey, we made that decision together. Having the responsibility que los dos. And so that that's another huge thing that we could get. That's be a whole nother topic of the conversations with your partner. But so this IUL was sold to me as an index universal life insurance, I believe. And I want to preface with the thing that I don't think it was sold to me in a malicious way. I think it was the people selling it. It is their intention to help build generational wealth. But I think they probably just don't understand how to serve people with where they're at in this moment to make sure that before we start worrying about a life insurance and investing together in this package, because that's how they sell it as you're going to get life insurance and you're going to be able to invest and they throw it together in a pretty bow, right? You have to realize people need to keep paying their mortgages. You need to evaluate the money really well. You need to all of this stuff and situations change and being able to look at your client and be like, hey, you know what? Maybe at this time, this isn't the best decision for you, which is what I did once we got on, once we got into the academy and you had a VIP with day with me, we looked at and evaluated everything. And you said, Hey, this is what you're getting here. And this is here. And ultimately you let me know what my decisions were, but it was like, this is what is going on. You gave me the information to make the decision. And then again, like I said, so I evaluated, Hey, these 500, whatever I'm spending a month aren't working for me when I could get this term life insurance and then use the difference of those $300 and be investing them myself, which is also, or, and again, my method of we're going to pay off some debt first. And as we do that, invest slowly and move forward that way. But so yeah, that was that, that I got sold something. And I knew at the time it sounded a little like pyramid schemey to me. But then the numbers made sense. And that's the thing that it's not that the life insurance and the investing combo is bad, but it isn't the best for you when you're just starting out. This is for maybe people that already are making, they've already reached like their fire number. Or they're already like good. And yes, this is a great way to maybe invest some money somewhere that it's not going to be taxed later or whatnot. And that's how it's sold. But 
really getting someone that's on your side on your team to do what's best for you and that was not best for me and yeah like I said identifying that and then came the kind of guilt and shame with should I pay that for 12 months and that's six because then I felt oh my god and then you started going down that what if rabbit hole of like if I would have invested and don't look at the math people there comes a point where you disidentify and you work with a coach like a financial coach like and you get somebody that helps you really walk through it and and hey it was a learning lesson yeah costo, but it was a learning lesson so important that you touch on that because we are, I want to say, colonized to just keep money matters secret. But also when we make a mistake, it's no le digas a nadie because they're going to judge you. But you were able to really embrace that. And yes, we went through the phase of, wow, I can't believe I did that. And I do remember coaching you on that, which is something that I do enjoy doing, like coaching mujeres on whatever financial mishaps happened to you. You were doing the best with the information that you had. And for me, watching you have the conversations with your husband, also having the time to say, we're going to do this together. I think that was one of the most powerful moments for you because you were not feeling that responsibility alone. You were able to bring him on board and you guys were able to pay off debt with one click, <laughs> which I want you to give me the chisme on, on the debt amount that you guys pay. And how do you feel? Yeah, no. First of all, I feel lighter. I feel capable those feelings and then I want to say that and identify it like that because I do think that you that's another thing that you taught us how does it feel when we're on the good side too we're always sometimes stuck in the not shitty feelings because all the feelings are valid but now the importance of understanding how I want to be feeling and I want to feel capable I want to feel abundant so I do feel abundant, a little bit more breathing room right now because I'm not done we're not done we've just started but so just to share for numbers reference and all we had one credit card that was about three thousand dollars with a 27 percent interest rate and it was our lowest credit card which again you taught us in the academy the different methods that there are for paying off debt we looked for different avenues to bring in money because who just we wouldn't have the credit card it necessarily we just had the three thousand dollars laying around like that so one thing that you had coached me to through is again like my offer reevaluating my offer and all of that and then also seeing like where do we have disposable income that we can switch up so my husband had a work truck he's shifting in careers himself right now and so it was a truck that he didn't necessarily need he sold that with the money that he sold and got from that truck we identified our debt and we didn't believe we're going to just throw this all and pay our debt and then be left at zero again so we strategized with the tools that you taught me and so we decided okay this 27 one so with yeah with the one click and I remember this I'll throw this out there sometimes when you start when you're working on your financial relationship and you come in with a really shitty relationship with your money you had told us I'm going to show you guys how to build your wealth and how to pay off debt with one click. And I remember thinking like, okay, Lucy, we'll see about that. <laughs> Not that I was challenging you, but I was challenging me. I don't know. I'm telling you, like I come with some issues. But yeah, we got that money and it wasn't in the timeline that we expected. We had tried selling that truck for months, but it came at the time that it needed. We had, I learned all the tools at that point. We had started having conversations at that point. So when it did come and we had the money, we paid off that credit card with one click and then we did divided the other stuff into accounts that were actually making money for us, not just a regular savings account that wasn't growing. So you again, we strategized that whole chunk that came in and prioritized our credit card that we felt we needed to. And now just continuing to do that with what's left and moving forward that way. I love, I love that. And as you're speaking, like, I wish people could see me right now because I have the big smile. Like my face actually hurts right now because I'm just like smiling the whole time she was talking. I'm smiling so big because 
I do remember saying that to you guys, oh, I'm going to teach you how to pay off your debt with one click. And I remember everyone looking at me like, oh yeah, she's full of shit probably because I don't know if it's going to happen, right? But it's really working on the belief. A lot of people think that we have to work on the money, on the strategy right away. And it's no, you got to work on the belief first. You need to learn how to decolonize your money mindset. So you start creating the thoughts and the beliefs that are going to serve you once the money comes, because it's not, if it's going to come, it's like, it's going to come. Busy Mujer, if you are ready to embrace well-building as a first-gen professional through stock market investing or online business, I would love to support you with that through my private coaching. It is the most intimate way for us to work together. You will be fully supported with weekly calls, worksheets, and everything you need to create the money systems the mindset, and of course, the vision that you need to create a legacy. This is what past clients have said about working with me. One of my clients said, best investment ever. You exceeded my expectations from the first call and until the end. Another client said, before working with Lucy, I was paralyzed in making decisions about my finances. After working with Lucy, I have learned that money can be simple and fun. Another client that I help with private business coaching said, Lucy is a badass Latina who helps you with limiting beliefs, money mindset, operating a business, and of course, learn about stock market investing. So if you are ready to work with a coach who understand what it's like to want more, I would like to invite you to apply to work with me using the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show. Now, you mentioned how having the conversation with your husband in terms of like your finances and the things that you wanted to do was so important. You start having those conversations before the money came. How do you think being part of the academy really helped you with preparing for that? Like from when the money comes, right? Because a lot of the things that I was teaching, you guys were implementing, but a lot of the stuff you needed to just let it sit and wait, right? For the time for your clients to come when we look at your offer. So how do you think the academy support you in just being patient with the steps that were going to happen down the road? Oh my God, it was game changer that and it's funny because I had even thought about something we didn't discuss this before any of the questions before coming on but it had already crossed my mind that in part of the academy I don't know if this is something you'll do with the other academies going forward or the same but you actually gave us when we're learning about investing you said hey if you do with this ever challenge I'll add a hundred I'm telling you guys now I did not do the challenge right and this is to show you guys that as humans sometimes we know that there's help here Lucy said the academy if you do this challenge the academy will add a hundred to you free money you guys free money that was going to be growing for me did I do it no but am I shaming myself and guilting myself about it no and that I learned through the academy because you told us in there too you did tell us some of these things that are just going to be sitting in these are the things we're doing week to week because we're growing we're learning together but we have access to that portal to go back and watch and to go back and do and I think that's what happened that one class where you taught that is the one class that I missed out of our, all of our weeks together and so that threw me for a loop but I because I remember you telling me some of these things you might not implement right now I'm not telling you have to but yeah the more you do and the more you fully commit the better results you get and so 
I didn't beat myself up for it even then because I realized like the patience of I wasn't there at that moment, but I'm still going back now. I'm still implementing now. I'm still looking back at our notes, listening to reviewing all the things, right? So it really gave me permission to know that I don't have to be necessarily on this timeline of, yeah, this was what I set for a goal. But if I didn't reach it, I'm not going to be like, I give up now because I didn't reach it in that goal. How much did I grow in this? What did I grow in this? Reevaluating those things that I grew within the time. And yeah, Sayola really helped me be able to have that patience that we are going to get there. And yeah, like you said, having those conversations with my husband too, because yeah, when it's not coming in and you're like, I need to figure something out, you just end up going down again, those rabbit holes of what should I be doing? What do I need to be doing? And you just are coming at it from a place of real scarcity. Okay, so now let's talk about scarcity and mindset, uh, which you just mentioned. When we start working together, you went back to your job, you were trying to do your coaching, you were doing to do so many things. And I think the VIP day that we did together really benefited you in so many ways because you were able to see the value that you have in terms of the offer that you can create. And so where was Brand in terms of the scarcity mindset and where are you today now after you graduated from the academy? So the scarcity mindset was, I wouldn't say full on gear because I feel like I had discovered the scarcity mindset a couple years back because I've been on this like self-coaching journey for some years now. So I was like fully aware of it and knowing that something had to be done and I just didn't know where to get at it from. And but I knew that it was related to money. And then once we met and I joined the academy, I started really identifying even more and healing that because I think that's what we did too when you had us divided into okay cultura society family it really helped me start identifying and writing out for me like physically writing out the stories that were on replay and loop and so now while I'm not where I want to be I'm not at a place of scarcity because I do see all this abundance that has happened with all the information that I've learned and yes even that VIP day I anyone do that somebody a partner that I am just recently collabing with is also I'm going to go get me that VIP day because it makes a difference even now like you recording it and sending back to us with those notes I pulled up the sheets that we have to be able to look back through those notes so now on the other end of the academy I know that nothing that I start with or that I intend to do from that place of scarcity is going to give me the returns that make me feel good, which is ultimately what I'm trying to do, right? So now I know that I'm just deleting scarcity from my thought work, my thought loops. I love that so much. Now, Brand, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that you have two ninas, right? You're a busy mom. You have a job, you have actually you have multiple jobs, you have multiple income streams that you were able to create with the skills that you already have, which I just want to highlight that because I know that I have some some listeners that say I'm a busy mom, I can't do this, I already have a job, I like we start creating all this narrative of like false beliefs, right? I'm too busy. I need to go back to school. You're a great example that you can monetize the skills that you have without having a college career, which is something that I truly believe that the world needs more people like you because society and capitalism always sold us on this idea of in order to be successful or even a millionaire, you need to have these degrees, which I'm saying you don't, right? But what would you say to someone who perhaps is interested in joining 
joining the academy and they're like, but I'm a mom, but I'm too busy, but, 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 right. They just so focus on the butts. What would you say to that person? I would start with my line of decide that shit is decide that shit, whether you do or whether you don't let that be with you and sit with you that it was a decision that you made back when I first started reaching out to Lucy we had that like free consult call. I would say at that point I had two decisions. Either I did coach with her. Or I didn't. That was the two decisions, right? And there was all these of like, where do I get the money? I have the two kids. How will I have the time? I am going back to work. I had a four month old and a two and a half year old. So decide that you're either going to decide, yes, I'm doing it or no, I'm not doing it. Right. Once you say, yes, I'm doing it. Then you can go put your mind to your brain to work of how am I going to pay for it? Because then that's another bridge to cross at that point. Then you go to work of figuring out how to pay or not pay. And so for me, again, I'm going to throw it out there because I want these conversations to be had. I am someone that does not have a college degree. In my culture, my cultura and society, it's so easy to ask for your parents or for your parents to have started a college fund for you or if they didn't. Just be acceptful of the fact that you're going to drop a lot of money at a university or a college, right? That's normalized. It's not normalized to tell your parents, hey, I want to be coached by this person that actually knows what they're doing, that they're the expert in this area, in this field, they're doing it. I want to be mentored and coached by them one on one. That's not normal. But did I want to get educated by you, mentored by you, coached by you? Yes. I wanted that, right? So I decided in that moment. So I would tell anybody who's, I don't know what to do. This First of all, decide. Once you made that decision, if it's no, not right now, then okay. You let that also be, you take responsibility for that. Because in a year, cuando estés en el mismo lugar, when you're in that same place of still, fuck, I haven't looked at my bills. Oh, da, 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 da. You decided last year that you weren't going to do it. So hold yourself responsible to that. On the other end, if you did decide that you were going to do it and you were like me in the position where I have the two kids at that point, I didn't have a job yet. I knew I was going to return to work. I didn't know when, how, what. I had the baby. I don't know what I'm going to do. Blah, 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 blah. I called my dad and I was like, hey, dad, I really am ready to face my relationship con dinero. And I said this in Spanish because my dad, he speaks both, but his Spanish is better. I was like, quiero, quiero tomar esta clase. And that's how I formed it, too, because that's another thing, too. If you're going to be asking somebody to invest money in you, and I told him I'd pay him back, right? But I told him to invest in my education of my relationship with money. In essence, that's what I did. And I ended up doing a very shameless plug on myself because I said, wait, if I was telling him, dad, I'm going to go to Stanford. Do you want to give me X amount to take these classes? They probably would have been like, yeah. And why not with Lucy? Lucy's my Stanford of money. I don't have to go drop four years to learn about whatever. I could pay you and get all of those tools and immerse myself in three months and then practice these. And then I know that if I ever have questions, it's not like once our time at the academy is up, you're like, bye, nunca quiero ir de ti. No, you're like, hit me up, find me, ask me, blah, blah, blah. Like it's this community. Yeah, we we have established this community. So I would say decide that shit. And after you decide that shit, figure it out. Meet with Lucy. But I think it starts with deciding it. And if you know, you have a gut feeling, you know that your relationship with money is not going anywhere. And there's no one around your immediate uh, surroundings that can help you decolonize that mindset and work on that relationship. Then you need to find yourself a professional and go about it that way, because I think that's the thing, too. After you decide that shit, think forward three years, five years. And if it's scary because you realize you're going to be in the same space, then I think it's time to invest in yourself and figure out how to not be in the same space three, five years from now. 
I love that so much. I'm like, my face hurts from smiling the whole time she's talking. I'm just like, I had this vision for her when we started working together of how she was going to create so many things. And she's definitely going towards that direction of creating her own money, creating her income, enjoying life, putting herself in spaces that perhaps in the past used to scare her. But now there she is taking up space. And I also want to give you a big shout out, Brand, because one of the things that I remember telling you when I was coaching you is don't lose the authenticity of even how you speak because I don't cost a whole lot. That doesn't mean that I don't, I can, but I don't do it. I do it here and there. But with you, I think that really owning who you are, where you come from is one of your superpowers that is going to help you just create so much more dinero. And I'm very like, I can't wait for that moment. Now, before I let you go, I want to ask you, because I ask this to everyone that comes to the podcast, what is your definition of wealth? Ooh, I like that one. At this moment, because again, I do believe that we change. (laughs) At this moment, my definition of wealth is having great communication with my family. So my partner, my children, establishing that energy with my family as I grow it and growing the communities that I want to continue to serve. So that's my definition of wealth. Because in all of that, there's so much more abundance. And I do it also intentionally that the money that it's drawing in, I know it's it's happy money, you know what they call happy money. But uh, there's just no way that I can't be wealthy when I have this around me, right? I love that so much. Thank you so much for coming. It has been a pleasure and I just can't wait to connect with you. And of course, I'm going to keep bugging you. And of course, I'm going to be always celebrating you because we are here to build wealth juntas. Thank you, Brand. Yes, thank you. If you are looking for additional resources to help you start your wealth building journey or online business, make sure you check out our blog at sayholawealth.com. Until next time, stay safe, stay strong, and stay inspired. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general informational purposes only, and it does not constitute legal accounting, tax, or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liabilities for errors, inaccuracy, omission, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.